Welcome to Coaching for Pastors. You've made it to episode 107. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you're listening to this Coaching for Pastors episode, welcome. I'm so glad you joined me today. Today I want to talk to you about your spiritual life, and I want to connect it to humility, and I want to connect humility to how we do ministry. Because recently I heard somebody teaching that for your messages, they really need to be evergreen. You need to start your messages with a story or an illustration, capture attention, get right into the teaching. Don't really reference the day or the date. Don't reference any current events. Don't like talk to people who are in the crowd. Basically, preach to the camera. You know, recognize the people that are there, but preach to the camera because these messages that are going to go online, if you put them on YouTube, if you put them up online, they want them to be evergreen so that no matter when you watch them, they can be applicable to the hearer, to the listener, whenever it is they happen to consume that content. Now, here's the problem I have with that. I, I love it and I get the rationale and I think it makes a lot of sense if that's what you want to do. But I think that we pastor a local church, we're preaching to people in the room, we're there with people in the room, and unless we really prep them for this and get their consent to talk over their heads and into the camera, and unless they're begging us to create evergreen sermons that people can watch forever and ever, and they're really bought into that, I think that there's a middle ground. I think there's a, a, a halfway measure that you can take where you can get both. You can talk to people in the room, and then you can also produce an, an evergreen content message that you can put up and people can watch whenever. I think you simply have to have any kind of connection to the crowd, connection to the times, to current events, to the date, to what's going to be happening in your church maybe later that day or later that week, that all just has to go on the front end. And then at some point, you transition into your opening illustration or your opening introduction, whatever that looks like, and that's where the message ends up getting spliced. That's where you just cut off the the beginning. The beginning is for the people that are local or those who are watching locally who can respond to current events and what's going on in your church. Maybe you're moving them from being just an online observer and you're, you're inviting them to come into the building. You're inviting them to come onto your campus and, and you're speaking to people who are local and also people who are present right there in the room. I don't know about you, but I'm just not the kind of a pastor who is going to be so broadcast professional that I almost ignore the people that are in the room. And it, and I get it. Churches do it, and, I, and I'm not criticizing churches that do it. I just want to give you, if you've heard the same kind of uh, encouragement, I want to give you permission to think like I think. I mean, you got to be crazy to think like I think. But other than that, I just want to give you permission. To, and I want to say it's okay if you want to pastor the people in the room and speak to the people in the room. I think it's good if you want to reference a current event and speak to those people who have shown up that weekend or who are watching online that weekend and some major thing has happened in their world. Maybe it's a local or a regional thing that's happened in your neck of the woods that you really feel like you need to speak to. 
And I think it, w- it would almost be in some ways criminal to not speak to your people about that. And I ran into this just recently when some major issue occurred and I spoke about it at the beginning of the service and just spoke into it. And I had some folks come up to me later and say, you know, I'm really glad that you spoke about that because they felt like our church would be a little out of touch if we didn't speak on it. But I tell you what, the whole time I was doing it, in the back of my mind, I was saying, oh man, should I, should I be more evergreen? Should I not be uh, you know, locating my message at this particular time? But I think that there's, we can edit. It's so easy to edit nowadays. And if you've got anybody who's uh, at all proficient with video editing, it doesn't really take that much to cut off the beginning of a message and start it wherever you want to start it. So just a thought on that, but that thought is connect from my mind is connected to humility. Humility where we're not so polished that we have to speak over the heads of our people, but that we want to be right there in the room with them. Because there's a second thought, and and that is that as a pastor, I wonder how much time are you spending with the people who aren't necessarily the popular people, either in your church or in the community or in the culture? And recently, I've, I've had opportunity to spend some time with people on uh, different ends of the spectrum that, that really aren't uh, popular with the mainstream of my church, both on maybe the more affluent end and then the more poverty-stricken end. And I've noticed that when I spend time with people who have nothing to return to me, and when I'm giving myself time to think about their plight and their situation, and I enter into their world, and I sit and I talk with them, and I counsel with them, and I pray with them, I just find that it's good for my soul as a pastor. So recently, I spoke to somebody who was very affluent and way over my head when it comes to uh, business and income and all of that. But I was speaking to this person based on the stuff that they were struggling with. And I guarantee you that they were looking for somebody who would just sit and talk to them, not talk to their position, not talk to their status, not talk to their bank account but just talk to them and care about them and enter into the world where they're struggling with an issue. And just be there with them, be present with them, and talk to them, even though they're totally out of my socioeconomic class. And then recently I had opportunity to talk to somebody who was pretty much in poverty and they really had some things that they were struggling with, and I had an opportunity to sit and to talk and to counsel and to pray with. And it took me back to this passage in Matthew chapter 25, and and I'm so glad that Jesus gave this teaching when he talked about the sheep and the goats, and he says, then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and I didn't fit anywhere, but you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you cared about me. You looked after me. I was in prison, the off-scouring of society, and you came to visit me. 
And then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? Clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, and you know how that goes. I just know that when I spend time with people, up or down, the ones that are outside of where I fit in the culture, it's good for me. It stretches my heart. It humbles me. It, I feel like it connects me with the heart of Jesus. And when I speak to the people in the room and I look at them and I ignore the cameras, even for a little while, I, I, feel, I feel closer to the heart of Jesus. I, I'm not so professional that I, that I have to ignore the people in the room. I mean, we can create all kinds of content that can be viewed forever and ever on YouTube if we want to, but we're never going to have those people in the room again, right? I, I don't know. I get a little worked up about that because people, people are what God has called us to minister to people. And how often do we not see the people right in front of us because we're so concerned about all the people that we need to reach? When these people have come, they've put themselves in our space right in front of us. Let's not miss those. And when I don't miss those, it humbles my heart. And I think humility and the, the practice of humility is so good for us because in this world, we get so caught up with ourselves. And it's just that's just not good. So... That's my spiritual maturity thought for you this morning, Pastor. And uh, I hope that it, it speaks to you somehow. I hope it encourages you. Again, I'm so thankful for what you do. I'm glad you're at your church ministering to your people. And I pray that God will bless you today in the things that you do and in the people that you interact with. And I'll be back tomorrow to talk to you on the Coaching for Pastors podcast. <music>